How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. Yesterday, the president grew very emotional when he made a passionate call for a national sense of urgency to limit gun violence. He was introduced by Mark Barden. Mr. Barden's son, Daniel, was killed in 2012 in that massacre at Sandy Hook Elementary School in Connecticut. The president circled back to that shooting in the final moments of his speech. Here is President Obama yesterday outlining his new executive orders on guns. We know we can't stop every act of violence, every act of evil in the world, but maybe we could try to stop one act of evil, one act of violence. So let me outline what we're going to be doing. Anybody in the business of selling firearms must get a license and conduct background checks or be subject to criminal prosecutions. We're going to hire more folks to process applications faster. We're going to do more to help those suffering from mental illness get the help that they need. We're going to boost gun safety technology. If we can set it up so you can't unlock your phone unless you got the right fingerprint, why can't we do the same thing for our guns? Second Amendment rights are important. There are other rights that we care about as well. Our unalienable right to life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness, those rights were stripped from college kids in Blacksburg and Santa Barbara and from high schoolers at Columbine and, and from first graders in Newtown and from every family who, who never imagined that their loved one would be taken from our lives by a bullet from a gun. Every time I think about those kids, it gets me mad. And by the way, it happens on the streets of Chicago every day. In Dr. King's words, we need to feel the fierce urgency of now because people are dying. And the constant excuses for inaction no longer do, no longer suffice. That's why we're here today. Not to debate the last mass shooting, but to do something to try to prevent the next one. <laughs> to prove that the vast majority of Americans, even if our voices aren't always the loudest or most extreme, care enough to come together and take common sense steps to save lives and protect more of our children. Now, can anybody tell me what is wrong with that? Can anybody tell me how does that infringe upon the Second Amendment? It's not preventing a well-regulated militia. It's not preventing anyone from bearing arms. It's basically saying the majority of people want this. And right now, if you go into a gun store, you're going to have a background check. So why not anywhere you can buy a gun? You have to have a license to sell alcoholic beverages. Why not a license to sell guns? Guns kill. Alcoholic beverages can. 
You have to have a license to drive a car. Mental illness is part of this multifaceted problem and should be part of the multifaceted approach to a solution. Because let's be honest, we will never, because of our Second Amendment, have a gun-free society like the UK or the Netherlands. And that is not what this president, Democrats, or even those in favor of gun control, strongly in favor of gun control, who hate guns even, are seeking. We are seeking what the president was talking about. Let's just prevent one. Let's just save one life. Now, there are those out there that think the more people who are armed, the safer we will be. But that is not the case when you look at the numbers, record numbers of people who own guns and are buying guns. I don't understand if you have nothing to hide why you're upset about a background check. For that individual who does not have mental illness but has that moment of temporary insanity when they find out that their wife cheated on them, goes to the gun shop to buy a gun and go back and blow her and their kids away, he'll show her. He wants to hurt her like he's been hurt. Isn't that pause something that could prevent one, two, three murders? Prevent destroying a family? Prevent destroying so many lives? Where is the urgency and emergency to have a gun? You know, on our dollar bill, on our money, it says, in God we trust. And that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm sorry. If you trust God, then why do you need the gun? He didn't tell you to buy it. Reading, by the way, about Jesus, even from a historical perspective, I think the guy would be more of a pacifist. In this country, we look to a president who has true emotion, true passion, true tears. And he is mocked for being weak or phony. Commander-in-chief crying. When he was talking about dead children standing next to the father of one of those children who had to be buried. I have never seen this nation, it would seem, more hateful, more angry, more vitriolic than we are now. Another election year, New Year's passed, more resolutions. No, hell, let's go out and buy more guns. I don't know if it's we're afraid to die, because we're all going to, or if we are afraid of somebody breaking into our home and harming us. ISIS doesn't do that, by the way. Now, I know you may say, well, there were two in San Bernardino who were self-radicalized and were not trained by, commissioned by, ordered by ISIS to do anything. They chose to. Just as a man chose to gun down people and an officer at Planned Parenthood, just as a young man chose to gun down people simply because of the color of their skin in South Carolina, just as some people who have lost their mind go into a movie theater and feel they are one with a character in a film. The president is doing everything he can every time there is a mass shooting, and there are so many in this nation. Does anybody get sick of it? Are we just desensitized? Every time there's a mass shooting, the president comes out and has to say how terrible this is. Part of the problem is guns. We need more control. And always we hear on the right people bending over for the NRA, especially the Republican candidates because it's an election year. 
as if they're not going to get their check from the big NRA, which is NRA we trust. I think Republicans should put on their money, not in God. And by the way, the NRA continues to have that power, not just on Republicans, but on this nation because of their lobbying efforts. We are not safer with more guns out there. And I know people say, oh, we shouldn't have gun-free zones. I saw during the break on Facebook a guy with a semi-automatic weapon over his shoulder standing in a subway and the kid's standing right next to him. Who is he? Just because somebody's been in the military doesn't mean they can't flip out. Just because somebody's been a police officer doesn't mean they can't flip out. And I say that because a lot of people out there have guns but don't have proper training. Why shouldn't licenses for sales, background checks, proper training be a part of comprehensive reform to gun violence in America, including mental illness, including punishment for buying a gun for someone else. You buy a gun, it's yours. It's in your name because it was your background they checked. Now, by the way, this is not against the U.S. Constitution, Second Amendment. Read it. A well-regulated militia. In other words, the militia has to be regulated. How do you regulate something? With regulations. A background check would be a regulation. It would be a regulation to say that if you buy a gun and somebody else uses it, unless you report it stolen in the act of a crime, well, you could be charged too. That would be a regulation. This is not like Hitler in World War II coming to the homes of the Jews and confiscating their weapons. By the way, gun ownership among Jews in Germany, where they were less than 1% of the population during that time, was not very high if you do your homework. But we need to talk about this. This is perhaps one of the most, in addition to abortion, emotionally charged, divisive, polarized topic that we have in this nation. And I just can't wrap my head around it. I can't wrap my head around why you need an arsenal of weapons if you're a hunter. Or the type of weapons. Why do you need an AK-47 to kill Bambi and their family? They're not armed. It's not a fair fight. Why do you need an arsenal? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bubba sitting in your trailer in Alabama. Why do you need an arsenal of weapons? You really think somebody wants all that wealth of yours in that double wide? I'm sorry. Let's be real here. Now, I have two children. I understand protection and protecting my family, and I do. My husband and I do everything that we possibly can. And we look to our leaders, and not just the president, but Congress, because the president's power only goes so far. Now, some people say he's going over his power. He clearly is not. He's within his legal rights as commander-in-chief, and that's all he can do. His hands are tied pretty much, and he has appealed to and, and, and pleaded to Congress time and time again, and some of the American people via the polls, and via the way we have voted uh, often, has appealed to Congress, please pass universal background checks. Now, I will be the first to say, universal background checks would not have prevented the San Bernardino shooting, absolutely. Those guns were purchased legally, however, two of them were purchased by someone else. So universal background checks, that's a step in the right direction, in my opinion. But yes, I want more, and I know that scares the living bejesus out of some of you with guns who are paranoid and think I and others want to take away your Second Amendment right. Let me be clear, I don't want your gun. But I do think the number of guns should be looked at. The type of gun should be looked at. I do think there should be background checks if you're buying ammunition because maybe you weren't checked when you bought a weapon, especially if that's new legislation going forward. And if somebody's buying 6,000 rounds of ammunition, even though you have the right to, why are you? 
Now, I don't want Big Brother breathing down my neck and looking at everything I buy, although in the Internet I'm sure somebody is already. That if somebody is buying things to make a suicide vest or belt, you don't think they're being watched by somebody somewhere and on some watch list, and most of you want them to be. Think of those of you who wanted the Patriot Act. Gun control is not the only answer, not the only solution. It's not a single bullet. But we have to do something. And don't tell me gun-free zones, because even if somebody has a conceal and carry, they're not necessarily going to bring it to a birthday party and somebody could walk into you know, one of those Chuck E. Cheese places and blow the place up. None of us want to die even though we're all going to. None of us want the boogeyman to get us, and right now ISIS is the latest boogeyman. But do we have to have so much weaponry, the type of weaponry, and the ease with which we get that weaponry in ignoring mental illness as of late with Republicans in this election year in order to do it? I don't think so. So let me ask you some questions. One, were you surprised to see how emotional the president was, that he shed tears during his speech yesterday? And do you feel, because I do, that this was one of his more, one of more, his more powerful speeches that he's had during his presidency? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. At the end of the year in December, a poll by Quinnipiac University showed that 89% of Americans would support a law requiring background checks on people buying guns at gun shows or online. 9% only in opposition. CBS had a poll with over 95%. Does this show that President Obama has the American people support on this measure. What side do you fall on and why? Are you one of that 9% opposition? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And do you believe the president's executive order on gun sales and dealers will be met with legal difficulties? People say he's overreaching, overreaching his power. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Will the president's executive orders on guns be successful in helping to close that gun show loophole? 8886-LESLIE, 8886537543. Now, President Obama can only do so much as the president. Does most of the weight on gun control fall on the shoulders of Congress? Yes, I think so. How about you? Did the president do a good job calling our lawmakers to act? Falls on deaf ears, unfortunately. 8886-LESLIE, 8886537543. Did you feel like the president called out the strange hold that gun lobbyists have on our lawmakers' agendas? And what will it take for our lawmakers to break free of the hold the NRA has on them? 8886-LESLIE, 8886537543. What do you expect to hear from President Obama during his town hall event on guns with CNN's Anderson Cooper? 8886-LESLIE, 8886537543. And something that concerns some conservatives more than what the president said is HIPAA laws. Should they be changed so that those with mental illness without any prior criminal convictions can be prevented from owning a weapon? Currently, no background check would be able to determine if someone has a mental illness. Pick up the phone and join me. By the way, I am against HIPAA laws being changed. Mental illness is a very huge generalization. Mental illness can be depressed sometime to full-blown cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Pick up the phone and join me. I'm Leslie Marshall, 8886-LESLIE. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. Incorporate your tweets coming back right after this. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 8886-LESLIE.
the president's executive order on guns and some say further gun control measures. Some say that he's overreaching. Some say it's illegal. Some say it violates the Second Amendment. Some say this is all he can do and it's better than nothing. What do you say? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Let's start it out with Tamara and Joplin. Uh, you're in Joplin, Missouri or Mississippi, Tamara? I forgot. Line two. Good afternoon. I'm in Missouri. That's right, in, in Joplin, Missouri. In Missouri, right? Hey, Tamara, good afternoon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Leslie. I am a gun owner. I am an ex-NRA member. And I have no doubt in my mind, as President of the United States, Barack Obama saw the crime scene pictures from Sandy Hook. No doubt in my mind that he saw them. And as a plinker in the desert with an ex who owned a full auto, you know, a street sweeper. I have no doubt in my mind that those children were cut in half. There wasn't a whole lot left of them with what, we're not going to say his name, killed those children with. Now, I have two small children back in the 80s when I was an NRA member. When we took them out planking, we took gallon jugs of water with red dye in them. Okay, hold that thought, Tamara, because I want to hear what you did with your kids when they were youngins, you know, back then. Hang on, we'll be back with you. If you're holding Hang Tight America, don't go away. Marshall, welcome, welcome back. Talking about the president's speech and executive orders on gun control, his emotion uh, that he uh, showed with tears uh, streaming down his face speaking about Sandy Hook. We were talking before the break in Joplin, Missouri with Tamara on line two. Tamara, thank you for holding welcome back. Before the break, you were explaining how you used to be an NRA member and you had young kids back then that you took out shooting and you started to tell us that you took out uh, these jugs uh, when you went shooting. Please continue. Well, we wanted the boys to see what a gun does to the human body and jugs of gallon milk jugs of red water sure enough did it because my son my oldest who's 37 has never picked up a gun and my youngest has only picked up a gun because he's a captain in the army my point being is if we are to beat the nra and stop this madness Everyone in their state needs to close the gun show loophole. I mean, it appalls me as a gun owner who's bought their guns legally at a gun shop, had a background check. It appalls me that terrorists and the mentally ill can go buy a gun anywhere. Uh, exactly, and, and exa- exactly, and Tamara, you raise very good points, and I, I, I'm not a person who has guns, and I'm not a former NRA member, but I think it's good that you show what the destruction from a gun can result in. Uh, Tamara, good job. Thank you for the call, I'm as always. I am for gun control. I am for background checks. And by the way, so are the majority of Americans, even those with and, an NRA bumper sticker in their car. Thank you for your call, Tamara. Uh, let's uh, move on to Palm Springs Line 3 with Michelle, my middle name. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm uh, 
a constant listener, first-time caller. How's that? Awesome, Michelle. You have to come back more often. Thank you. Uh, the woman that just called from Missouri, she, she, it's a good point. I, I, when I was a kid, you know, my dad hunted, so I said, oh, that's what a gun does. But anyway, that wasn't why I called. Two things. One is I think that there should be a limit on bullets, and I don't mean buying bullets or ammunition, but if, you know, you come in and you want a 1,000 and, and, and you know, the, the law says after 200, there has to be a background check. So I think, I think that that could uh, help. Yeah, and, I mean, correct, correct, since I, I'm ignorant on this, to be honest, but, you know, how many rounds of ammunition do you need if you're going on a weekend hunting trip? Right. And, and I think the same thing that, you know, someone comes in, and, and, you know, you want 250, and they say, well, over 200, we're going to run a background check. And I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, I think just, you know, these little things that we can do, one thing, two things, three, you know, like, I don't know why the, you know, mothers against drunk driving, we don't have mothers against, you know, I don't know, mags, <laughs> mothers against guns, or, or mothers for registration or whatever, because, you know, DUIs went down. And if you got caught, you, the, you know, the penalty was pretty high. My second point is when, when you were talking, uh, one of the things you said that if you, if, why, why, if you're not, a, you know, give nothing to hide, uh, oh, why not registration? You know, that, that I, I, I wouldn't tout that too much. And, and I'll tell you why. It's because people that argue it's search, search warrants, hey, you got nothing to hide, let people in. Well, we don't want that. And so that really, I just was saying, I, I didn't like that, that part of your argument. The rest of it, loved it. But <laughs> okay. that, that's, that's really why I called it. I listened to the woman from Missouri and I know he's had to comment. But anyway, you, do you see what I'm saying? I see, but we disagree. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> well, what about search warrants? You still want those, right? Well, legally, legally, legally obtained. I don't want a legal search and seizure. That is a direct violation of the Constitution. We have a right to privacy. And, you know, I mean, I certainly do. You know, the other thing with everybody owning guns or guns everywhere, I was on Sean Hannity's radio show yesterday, and he said, Leslie, wouldn't you feel better if you had a properly trained former cop or former military member with an armed weapon in, in the schools? I'm not uncomfortable with that. I'm fine with that. My problem is, you know, I don't want to be standing, you know, in line at Disneyland with my kids and, you know, people all around me packing. That concerns me. I'm right. also concerned about the United States becoming, and each state within the United States, becoming a military state. Right. And that, that's a huge concern of mine. I'm not comfortable. Right. If I see somebody with a gun next to me, I'm, I'm not comfortable unless they're right. wearing a uniform of some type, and that would be police or military. Right. And, and also, you know, you know if, this is the thing, you know, people walk around with their guns and, you know, going to Burger King or whatever. Well, the people that wa- are wandering around, you know, they're, they're kind of targets. And I'll tell you what, if, if the black people start coming into Burger King with AK-47, there's going to be a lot more deaths. Or quite frankly, people who are perceived to be Muslim. Uh, thank well, you. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I, I hate to even say that, but to your point. Um, uh, thank you for the call. Call again, Michelle. Don't be a stranger, okay? Okay. Thank All right. Thanks. Uh, let's go to uh, Helen. A lot of women today. Awesome. Helen in Ithaca, line four. Hey, Helen, good afternoon. Hi. Hi, Leslie. A happy New Year to you and your family and your staff and fellow listeners. Um, I wish I could take, I think this criticism of Obama is ridiculous. Uh, he did all that he could. I wish he could have done more. You know, we really don't check people. And even with his executive order, it's still not good enough, in my humble opinion. But uh, 
I heard this thing, and I wish I could take credit for it, but somebody else, it was either emailed or something to, um, it was either the BBC, maybe it was Tom Hartman, I heard this, the guy only identified himself as a philosophy professor, he didn't say what college, where, whatever, but he said, if you're an arrest because there are a few states here that have, like, open, you can carry your weapons openly, you know, and Thank God in New York we're not doing that right now. But um, so um, he said, if you're in a restaurant and you have somebody walk in carrying a, a weapon, just, like, get up and leave your table and leave the restaurant, you know. Are you, are, are you still there? Yeah, I'm listening to you. Oh, and actually, okay. that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, because they have the signs there of, you know, retail places. You know, you own the business, so you can set your own terms. You don't have to go along with open carry. You know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. How about no guns, you know? And and I, so I'm piggybacking on this philosophy professor's idea. Like, if I was, like, shopping at Costco or, you know, at any store, if I was in there shopping, da, 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 putting things in my cart, and then I see some guy walking down with a, an assault weapon or with any kind of weapon. I'd be like, okay. I ditch my cart. I tell people at the front desk, I left all my stuff here that I was going to buy. I'm not buying it because I'm not shopping somewhere. Because I don't know if this person is a lunatic. I have a right for, to protect me and my family's lives, you know. So I'm gone. Yeah, and see, that's the thing that people don't uh, grasp. Um I'm I'm pro-choice across the board. In other words, you choose to purchase and carry a gun, and you and I choose not to. What, what about the choice? Why is it always those who are the gun owners whose rights we have to protect? What about those of us who don't want guns and, and want don't want them near us or our families, our children especially? And I think even with what uh, the president has done, it's, I, I still don't have confidence. There are still going to be loony tunes and violent people who have guns, and if I see a gun, I'm gone. I, I don't want that gun. Well, so that's another it. thing. Just because somebody has training and is former military or former police does not mean they don't have mental illness um, or, or, or developed mental illness or that they have, you know, fits of rage, okay? If anybody, most people might say, if you've had a teenager, you've seen it, right? Fits of okay. rage. I think we, uh, as my best friend in London says, lose the plot from time to time, some people more violently than others. Look, if I came home and found my husband in bed with a woman, he's not going to die because I don't have a gun. If I had a gun, I can't be so sure about that, and I'll be honest. So I feel that when you're angry, putting that weapon in your hand, uh, and especially a gun, because the, yeah, the amount of damage that can be done, it just is lighting that powder keg. You know, you know what? The, the NRA should change the name to the, it would rhyme too, the RRA. Instead of national, call it rational. Why don't we start a rational gun association? And all these NRA members who, like, are saying, like, just say, we're, we're done with you, Pierre whatever the heck his na- the idiot's name is. Wayne LaPierre. Wayne LaPierre. Wayne LaPierre. That's right. All right. All right. Goodbye. We're going to start our own association. You only work for the manufacturers. You don't You don't represent us, you know? So. All right. Thank you. Very uh, good points and appreciate talking to you. I hope I'll hear from you again, Helen. Thank you for that. Um, guys, can we take one more or break? What do you want me to do? We'll take another. Let's go to Anna on line five uh, next. Hi, Anna. Good afternoon. 
Well, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I think Obama was brave and courageous, a real warrior. Uh, doing, uh, doing it with cheers, what men have to do with guns. Kind of ridiculous. But I want to know, Leslie, where is the church on this? Where are the doctors that, that deal with the uh, carnage of all the shooting? Where are their voices? Where are the teachers' voices? We need, we need, we need to get the church involved. They have to speak up. Isn't it doesn't say thou shalt not kill? What the heck does a gun do but kill humans, animals, whatever? My, my, that's a very I, good. I that's a very good point because there are you know there are people on Sunday morning who go to church and Sunday afternoon they go out and they blow Bambi and Thumper and Flower and the rest of them away in the forest. Exactly. The other thing is you can't carry a liquor bottle on the street, but you can carry a gun. It doesn't make sense to me. My final thing, if I can say, guns just like cars need insurance. Liability clauses, you need to have a license, you need to take a test, you need to have it renewed, just like a car. No different. Cars are lethal, guns are lethal, same principle. That's it for me. I'm with you. I'm with you. High five there, sister. Anything else? No, that's it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. Thank you for your call. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll take more calls here on your show of For and By You, the people, the only true democracy in talk radio. Don't go away. We're talking guns, gun control, the president, and maybe even in God we trust should be changed to in guns we trust because that's what the numbers seem to prove. 8886-LESLIE is the number. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. here on the only true democracy in a talk radio and let's go to ronnie in utah line two ronnie good afternoon good afternoon leslie how are you today good good thank you happy new year thank you thank you yeah i just wanted to make a couple of comments on, on, on the whole gun control and background check uh, for people who says well it's not going to do very much different well why make it easier for people to get guns I'm I'm with yeah. you. Uh, it, it it really and it really doesn't make it more difficult. And if it's making it more difficult, by what? By by some pen and paper, by uh, some information right. into a computer, by waiting. So if anything, it may be a, a little bit inconvenient. But if it yields a ding ding ding, this person is a convicted felon in another state. Exactly. Um, and, you know, and, and as a as an immigrant, there's certain states I'm not allowed to own a gun. I currently don't have one, but I, I I have a lot of friends who have one. And in my opinion, having background checks, if people have a record or a felony, they will be able to get a gun regardless. There's no point making it any easier. The only problem the difference it's going to make is if they make it more difficult, the price is going to go up, and not everybody with a felony is going to be able to afford it. And that alone can save lives. Um, I I agree. You know, I can't hear you so well. Um, we're gonna. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, no, 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 no. It happens. It's not your fault. It's not your uh, fault, sweetie. Um, just call us back another time, Ronnie, and be safe uh, there in Utah. We got rain here. It's probably going to turn to snow going your way. Let's go to Ann in Santa Fe, New Mexico, line three. Ann, good afternoon. Good 
Good afternoon. I wanted to respond to what was a very valid question from the woman who asked, where are the churches on the issue of gun violence? And I want to, I'm the director of an interfaith organization here in New Mexico, and I want to assure you that progressive Protestants, Catholics, Jews, Muslims, Buddhists, we have all been working on this issue for decades. The problem is we don't get covered by the corporate media. We get shut out. They do not want to hear from us on this issue and on many other issues. So if you want to know what people of faith have to say, you're going to probably have to go looking for it. But it's out there on the Internet. It's on Facebook. And I'm glad it's an appropriate question to ask and I want to assure you that we're working as hard as we can. All right, thank you for that. Because it does thank seem you. and that's interesting because it's very similar when people say where's the Muslim outrage? It's like the cameras aren't showing up when they call hey, and say hey we're Muslim outraged. Community, the Muslim community has been taking stands against terrorism globally for a very long time and it's just not getting covered. Uh, no, very true. Very true. As a matter of fact, ISIS attacked um, oil uh, oil uh, reserves and oil uh, refineries in Libya yesterday. How many people here even knew about it? Thank you. Uh, exactly. for your, uh, thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Uh, let's uh, continue with the calls and let's go to Michael in the Bronx. Uh, Michael is on line one. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. How you doing? Great good. to talk to you as always. You too. Happy um, New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. You know, with these um, Republicans, they're um, they're mocking President Obama's tears. At least Obama has a heart and has a heart for all Americans for all the safety. But I didn't hear not one of them making um using the same claim towards John Boehner every time he cried over this or that and then anybody making fun of him they tell us have a heart and all that. And then, you know, when it comes to the the gun safety reform. That's all it is. Gun safety reform. Nobody's looking to take people's guns away. You know, President Obama said, you know, universal background checks. What the hell is the problem, right-wingers? You're the ones that are always telling people like me, and I'm saying again, yes, I'm a black man. You're always telling people like me, if you have nothing to fear or have nothing to hide, you shouldn't have any problems with the police. You shouldn't have any problems with any stop and frisk. Number one, I have my right to privacy, but at same time, you know, why don't you follow your own device that if you've got nothing to hide and you want guns, you shouldn't have any problems um, subjecting yourself to a background check, just like you have to subject yourself to a background check when you go applying for a job. You know, I mean, let's cut the crap here. Nobody's looking to take guns away. Perhaps, you know, some people need to have their guns taken away if they're unfit to handle it. Well, if you're an irresponsible gun owner, you have obtained a gun illegally or obtained a gun from somebody that doesn't have a legal right to be selling one. Um, Look... It, the bottom line is people will say uh-huh. – this is this is how asinine to me the Republican argument is with re- regard to all this guns terrorism, okay? They, they love the Second Amendment or – I don't even want to say the Second Amendment – the NRA so much more than they do, I believe, a solution. And not all Republicans, obviously. I'm just saying, you know, like those running especially – uh, that, that consider the NRA their god and really bend over for them so much so that after the San Bernardino terrorist attack – when it was suggested by Democrats to prevent those on a no-fly list from buying a gun, the gun enthusiasts were outraged. So, you know yeah, quite frankly, a potential terrorist is protected by the NRA. 
I got news for you, Leslie, and I think I posted it or said it to you on your Facebook page. There was an incident. I forgot the location now because I'm not in front of my computer. But there was an incident where a black man in one of those open carry states that right-wingers want to keep talking and gloating about, he's a licensed gun owner, and he does have the papers on him. He was going into or right around Walmart when he was attacked by three white guys because they claimed that he was going to be, he's a criminal, he was about to rob um, Walmart and come up with all these other BS excuses. So where is the equal rights for the Second Amendment now? See, the whole thing is, and I want everyone to understand that this is a crusade from the right-wingers that they don't want to abide by the same laws that you and I have to um, comply with. At the same time, they don't want to respect each other's rights. They want to respect the voting rights. This is their plan to annihilate um, people like me, the people of color, liberals, or what have you, because they don't want to abide by the Constitution, even though they had their audacity to raise their right hand and swore to comply with it. All right, thank you, Michael. Anything else? I, I, th- I think I just I think I just uh, made it clear what what the heck this is all about. They come up with all sorts of excuses, and yet it's, time it's after an election time, year, and even when it isn't, but more so in an election year, it's about politics uh, as usual. Michael, thank you for the call. I want to get to one more, buddy, before we have to uh, leave for the afternoon, and let's go to uh, Bobby in Phoenix, line two. Bobby, good afternoon. Bobby. Uh, Hi. Um, I think that if you have to register to vote, if you have to register for anything, I don't see any problem registering for guns. I'm with you. I'm 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 with you. I'm with you entirely. Well, short and sweet. Thank you for that. I apologize to anybody I didn't get to the calls of. You can call me again tomorrow. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, three to six p.m. Eastern. You can check out our website, LeslieMarshallShow.com. Read my blogs for the Huffington Post. There, there's a link. My latest was Terrorism Has No Religion. I'll be writing a new one in the next week or so. In addition to that, you can also sign up for my free newsletter and watch all my television appearances. If you've missed any this week or every week, tomorrow. Tomorrow, speaking of, you can catch me on America's Newsroom at 10 a, excuse me, 10:40 a.m. Eastern on Fox News Channel, and on Friday morning on Fox Business on Varney and Company. Thank you to Marky Mark and Andrew, my great crew. Have a great afternoon. Drive safely. Bad weather's heading. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy? You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it. Every time you cancel on a friend. A unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.